0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Bite Size Cinema. I'm your host R. J. McCready, and for this episode, episode number three, I'm gonna be taking you guys back to the year in 1977 for some high sea adventure with some stop animation. Ray Harry Houston's magic. It's gonna be some swashbuckling, there's gonna be witches, there's gonna be wizards, princesses, there's gonna be battles between monsters. You know what it is, guys, it's gonna be Sinbad the eye of the tiger that's right it's time to take a look at some Ray Harry Hooson magic so let's get into this guys let's uh, set the sails let's go on this adventure let's play a trailer and I will see you guys soon
1: first came the seventh voyage then the golden voyage
0: and now, the legendary Sinbad faces all the forces of darkness. The sword-wielding ghouls, Mammoth Minotaur, the gargantuan Proglodyte. In the ultimate dinorama spectacle, Sinbad's wildest adventure, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. Rated G. And welcome back guys. So, Sinbad the Eye of the Tiger. The synopsis for this film is Sinbad, the Prince of Baghdad, embarks on a journey to free Prince Kasim from an evil enchantment. His journey is sabotaged by Zenobia, an evil witch who wants her son to be crowned king. It came out in 1977 and it was the same year as a little movie called Star Wars. Uh, which did incredibly well, but nonetheless, Sinbad didn't do too bad either. It was on a $3.5 million budget, but the return for Sinbad was $20 million at the time, so considering Star Wars as well, it didn't do too bad. So going to the cinema back then was a real treat. It stars Patrick Wayne as Sinbad, uh, who is the son of the classic Golden Age actor John Wayne, uh, Jane Seymour as Furrer, uh Princess Farah, Patrick Troughton, uh, who some of you may know as Doctor Who, and he was in the film called The Omen, just a name, just a few. It's also the uh, second time that a Doctor Who character has been in a Sinbad movie, you had Tom Baker in the Golden Voyager Sinbad, and they both did an incredible job. Uh, he plays Melanthius in this movie. And you've got some of uh, Sinbad's crew, you've got Nadeem Swala, Damien Thomas and you've also got Peter Mayu in this movie who we all know is Chewbacca and um, if I'm honest with you I didn't realise he was in this film until I did the research all the time I've watched this I didn't realise it's Chewbacca under the Minuton suit or some of it at some times, not all the times because it stopped animation um, but he, this was actually his first movie. He was a hospital porter in a London hospital and he was noticed by one of the producers. So um, probably the best thing that ever happened to him. So then go on and do Star Wars as well. So always look for those windows of opportunity, people. And you've also got uh, Margaret Whiting as Zenobia. Uh, she is really menacing in this movie. She, she plays the um, evil witch very well. And her son, um, well not her son in real life, but uh, Kirk Christian, who plays her son in the movie, he is um, the second person to reprise his role in another Sinbad film. He played um, one of the crew, one of the nicer characters in um, The Golden Voyager Sinbad. But in this movie, he plays a bad guy. He plays quite a a horrible character in this. So, um, yeah, so it's a return of another bit of Ray Harryhausen royalty for this movie. It was directed by Sam Wanamaker, and he's known for films uh, like Private Benjamin and the Arnold Schwarzenegger action movie Raw Deal. He also directed Superman 4 Quest for Peace. I don't think I'll mention that one too much. The Canon movie. <laughs> the Canon movie the destroyed cannon, but we'll move on from that. He did sin bad. We'll forgive him. And it was written by Beverly Cross and again she is some royalty for these movies. She wrote um Clash of the Titans, which was the next movie to be made by Ray Harry Houston. And whilst we're on that, that actually got a a bit more of a budget, and I think that was a success of this movie. It got 11 million dollar budget, and uh, that's another great movie. It might be another film I might have to review on Bite Size Cinema. And she also wrote Jason the Argonaut, so that's some really incredible writing credits as a director to have um, these three mov well, those three movies under your belt. Uh, Whilst we're talking about Ray Harryhausen, I mean, let's let's talk about him. I mean, what an absolute legend in the stop animation special effects world. Um, Certainly a big part of me growing up as a kid with all these films. I mean, just to name just a few, which I've already mentioned with Jason Argonauts, Clash of the Titans. Uh, You had a film called The First Men in the Moon, which is, I think, a little bit underrated. Um, The Valley of Guanji. Uh, mysterious island and of course the other two Sinbad movies um, which makes this a trilogy you had the seventh voyage of Sinbad the golden voyage of Sinbad and then this movie and it, it's just a really nice trilogy it's a real tidy trilogy um, if I'm honest with you um, I would say the golden voyage of Sinbad is actually my favorite one of them all um, surprisingly I mean a lot of people when I've pasted, posted this movie on the Facebook page A lot of people say they like, they love this one And I, I totally get that I mean it's a, it's a great movie I'll get into that in a minute um, But as a I suppose if I select them I'll say Golden Voyage And then The 7th Voyage of Sinbad And then um, The Eye of the Tiger But They are all good movies let's not, let's not take that away from them And Getting into The Eye of the Tiger um, Let's start with that um, it's a Sinbad movie. It's what I like about these films is you you know what you're going to get with this film, and I'm totally fine with that. It gets you from point A to B, um, and they didn't they haven't changed the template with any of these films. Um, they've all got the the bit where you've got someone who's been transformed. So in the seventh voyage, the princess was miniaturized um golden voyage the king had been burnt badly and obviously in this one you've got the uh, prince that's been turned into a baboon but these it's it's like why well, change a good thing and i'm glad they haven't um it is a, a simple plot which i think has been complemented, and all these films have been complemented with that simple plot with some amazing um stop motion monsters and as a kid i used to Watch, watch the screen and tick off how many monsters I've seen in this film. And whilst we're on the stop motion animation, I think it's because I grew up with it, and I think there's a lot of you guys on Facebook that we all talk about. Of you know, my similar similar age to me when we all grew up with these films is, I got a real real soft spot for the stop motion animation. I mean, CGI has been really great of late. Don't get me wrong. I think there's been some rubbish CGI out there that hasn't aged too well with films. I mean, just for example, I would say if The Mummy with Brendan Fraser had Ray Harry Houston on there and he did all the um, uh, stop motion special effects, I think that film would actually age better. And I think that you could say that... The, <laughs> The Eye of the Tiger has actually aged better than The Mummy has and The Mummy is made a little bit later on. So just to give you an example on how special effects can harm a movie in some ways, if that makes sense. But um, yeah, I'll I'll take um, stop motion any day in the movie. I think it's got a real conviction to it. Um, And when I watch these films now... they. They've got their own charm, but just going back to The Mummy, that's a really good film. I do like The Mummy, I'm not dissing it. Um, that's, that's one of my favourite films, which I will um, need to cover. Um, but we're not talking about The Mummy today, we're talking about Sinbad. So let's have a look. So the film is, it starts off with Sinbad going to the kingdom of Charak and Prince Kasim is going to be crowned as king. And he's evil stepmother, Sonobia. Turns him into a baboon because she wants to prevent him from becoming king, and she wants her son to own the crown. So Sinbad moors up, and he wants to marry uh, Jane Seymour, uh, which is Kasim's sister, Farah. And you've got in this film you've got a Sinbad who is kind of wanting to hang up the anchor on his ship and or moor up, and he wants to settle down, and. Um, obviously he gets to this kingdom and he's told by uh, Sonobia's son that the town is under a curfew and there's a plague and he invites him into a tent and this is where you get a first scene of some Harry Houston magic and these skeletons that turn up they've how can I cannot explain it um, they are like zombie demon skeletons and they are gnarly as hell <laughs> I love this scene it's great Um, You are probably about two and a half minutes into this film and all of a sudden you've got a great fight scene between these um, demons and Sinbad. So he takes care of them and then he escapes the city and goes back to his ship and he finds out about her brother or Prince Cassim, being turned into a baboon and he has to go on a voyage to try and turn him back into a human. And the only chance they've got is a legendary alchemist called Melanthius, which is played by Patrick Troughton, and they don't even know if he's real, um, but they have to go and find out. So Simbad decides to go on one final voyage to go and save Prince Cassim, and he's refused all the gold from her father, and he's just said, well, I just want to take the hand of your daughter. How romantic is that? That's great. So, on the other side of this movie, you've then got uh, Sonobia, who is then trying to stop Sinbad. And there's uh, your second bit of stop-motion animation, which is Minotom. Oh, my God, what a badass character he is. It's um, it's almost like a sort of early Terminator character here in the Ray Harry Houston world. And she has... Brought Minotaur to life with a like a clockwork heart, which is a pretty cool scene. So she is just a powerful witch um, in this movie. So the chase is on. So they go to see the Greek alchemist Melanthius, and uh, just to mention, there's some really good set locations here. They go to the um, city of Petra, which is in Jordan, and as is, as is a film location. Um, And it looks like they they actually went there on set as well to do this. Um, I can't see that being made up, which is pretty cool. So Melanthus agrees to help, and he says the only way we're going to be able to transform seam is to go to another legendary place called Hyboria, which is an ancient civilization in the north. Um, They have to go past the north polar waste to get there. And they're an ancient civilization of uh, all four elements of the earth. So I guess... It could be somewhere like Atlantis or something like that back in the times. So along the way, um, also to mention, I've forgotten to mention the baboon, Prince Kasim. He's um, another stop-motion character. And when you read the reviews on this film, there's a lot of people that actually thought that was a real baboon. um, Out of all the stop-motion characters. So it's a testament to um, Harry Houston on that. But moving on, along the way on the voyage, uh, you've got a... Another uh, crazy scene where um, the witch Anobia wants to find out uh, where they're going to, and she turns herself into a seagull and she becomes. Um, she does some sort of like reconnaissance on the ship, and she gets captured by Melanthius, and he puts her into like a glass jar, and he uses the potion that she uses to transform herself um, on a bee and this is pretty cool it's a bee or a wasp or something like that and the wasp um, starts to become um, like a giant wasp and starts flying around and get a pretty cool scene where Sinbad comes in and all the crew are fighting with it and it's a bit like the scene out of Golden Voyage when the um, statue comes alive on the scene so it's kind of a little bit of another homage to another movie so you get another stop motion character there but after that, um, because of this um, altercation on the boat, uh, Sonobia gets away, she turns herself back into a seagull again, and then when she gets back to the ship, she tries to transform herself, and it's not enough. Um, her foot is left as a seagull foot, and that scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. And that just sort of makes her a little bit more menacing as a witch. You know, it just sort of increases that menace on her. So Cenobian knows where they're going to because she also saw the map uh, during this uh, multiplication and Sinbad goes to the north polar regions where he's going through the ice but the ship gets caught up in the ice and they can't go any further so they have to go on foot and this is where you get another great scene, it could, could all be like the second best scene in this film and it's where the walrus comes out from the ice and it's great you get the um, get the crew they're fighting and they're trying to sort of jab it with some spears and it kind of remind me of a sort of typical Harry Hooson scene where you've got the heroes fighting a a monster it's kind of remind me of the cowboys in the fadiguanji when they're trying to lasso the um, the the T-rex so it's it's how can I say is it Ray Harry Hooson royalty it's what we're all familiar with and what we all love so it is a fantastic scene um so they deal with that. Uh, they manage to they don't kill the Warrus, they kind of scare it off, but he loses a couple of crew out of this. And then after this they move on and they manage to get to um the ancient land of Hyboria and it is a pretty um oasis and it kinda of reminded me of when when they approach the ice and they manage to get to Hyboria, where it's an oasis, it kind of reminded me of another film called um, *The Land That Time Forgot*. When you've got the U-boat trying to go to the land of um, Caprona, it's kind of, it kind of—it just reminds me, reminded me of that. Another movie that was kicking around in my childhood, one with uh, Doug McClure. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. But anyway, getting back to Sinbad, so they get to Hyboria, and it, like I say, it's an oasis, and. They're having a little bit of downtime by a a lake and the princess is um, just bathing with Melanthia's daughter and then you get um, another character turn up which is Trog, the Troglodyte and they think that he's going to cause some menace but he's actually a friendly character and he allies with um, Sinbad and the crew but whilst this is happening, um, Sonobia, because she looked at the map and she knew where she knows where she's going to this temple to try and thwart everything, she takes a shortcut through a ice tunnel and she goes directly to the um, pyramid, the um, temple of um, Hyboria, so she's kind of got like a bit of a head start and when she gets to the pyramid, um, she uses a potion to enter, and this is where you get Muneton he removes the stone block but in the process he gets crushed by it he falls back and um, that is the end of Minuton which is a shame, a bit sad by that I was kind of hoping that Sinbad might, and his crew might have a confrontation with him but that does happen in a different way, we'll get to that in a minute Sinbad then arrives minutes later into the temple and he is confronted by Sonobia's son where they have a fight and Sinbad kills her son and they manage to transform Cassie uh, back into human form but with um, grief griefing her son she her spirit she transforms her spirit into the saber-tooth tiger that's in the ice who is guarding the tomb and this is where you get a incredible scene so like a big payoff scene for the movie where the saber-tooth tiger has a fight with Trog Trog um, tries to fend him off but he gets killed in the process and then you've got the ultimate showdown with um, Sinbad um, and what's left of his crew confronting the saber-toothed tiger. And you get a pretty cool fight scene here. It goes on for about five minutes and um, you've got a point bit where you think Sinbad's going to get killed by the saber-tooth. He falls back onto the ground, but with uh, Trog's spear, he punches it into the chest of the saber-toothed tiger and puts an end to Zenobia, um, And that's it, and she is taken care of. And that is the end of the movie. They manage to get out of the temple, it all starts falling down and they escape and um Sinbad takes the hand of Pharaoh, and that is the end of his adventures for now. So that's it, that is the end of the Eye of the Tiger. And to mention you get another bit here where you get the end credits quite good. The the end of the movie you've got the um Eyes of Sinobia flashing up on the screen And it kind of leaves it a little bit open To say is she dead or not So there you go, that's it It's left open for us And um, we didn't get another Sinbad movie From Harry Houston, But we did get Clash of the Titans Which uh, came after this day. And that is it guys That is uh, my bite-sized review of Eye of the Tiger Hope you enjoyed it If you haven't seen it, go check it out If you have seen it, hopefully you're a fan like me Um tell you what I'm doing next um, so I'll be coming back for episodes 4 soon kind of done all the preparation work for that so I should be recording that soon and I've got so many films to choose from but I thought I'd go for a hammer horror film and I was going to go for something like Dracula Prince of Darkness or The Mummy which um, are absolutely brilliant hammer horror movies but there is a favourite of mine kicking around there and it is Quatermass in the Pit from 1967 so um, I'm going to look forward to having a look at that one uh, giving that a bite sized review so that's it guys that's the end of the episode um, you can find me on iTunes and Stitcher and I'm a proud member of um, Legion Podcast so please check out all the other shows on there and you can also find me on Facebook um which i've had some new members join this week which is pretty cool there's some really good stuff being posted on there there's some films actually that i haven't actually heard of so keep posting away guys and let me know if there's anything that you want me to take take a look at i'll be happy to do it so just keep it fun and uh, take care guys and i will see you guys soon